So got the new mixing board, got all the testing done. Everything seemingly was working very well. Yeah. Did, and I was like, I was excited because there's these two inputs you'll see right here on the top of the mixing board that say insert. Yeah. Now these insert ports are for send and receive signals. Oh if you boy. want to hook up a multiplexer, something that is compressor, limiter, noise gate built into one, which I have externally sitting below me. Yeah. If I want to hook that up, you have to hook them up in these insert ports. So I went to hook everything up the other day, bought some more cables because I wanted to use, I don't necessarily, in my opinion, the garage band noise gate is too digitized it and is. you can tell when you hear it. So I wanted something that was a little bit more smooth, which is why I bought the external one in the first analog, place. Analog, bro. Analog. Got to do the analog yeah. way. The unfortunate part is my old mixer didn't have these insert ports, which you have to have to work with the compressor limiter mm -hmm. the external one so i hooked everything up and i was like sweet here we go i get to test this and i went to power the mixer on or the noise gate on yeah and nothing would happen like the power wouldn't turn on i had everything hooked up i had the power plugs into my power conditioner everything was and i was like what in the fuck is going on so the only thing that i could think of was i blew a fuse so there's a little fuse port on the back. I take out the fuse, and of course, it's a fuse you can't fucking find anywhere. It's 630 milliamps, and I was like, you cannot, they don't exist unless you special buy them, and then they're expensive From as fuck. From a music place or a like production place. Ridiculous places online have them. They're super expensive, but you can literally go to Home Depot and buy a 500 milliamp or 750 milliamp for like a dollar. Yeah, if so that. It's like, God damn it. And the problem is, is you can't, I don't know how to check, and I didn't really look into it. They're ceramic fuses, so you can't see the glass. So you can't see whether if or not the fuse is actually... Filament. Right. I have no idea if it's actually blown. Weird. That's so, kind of annoying. So anyway, I, I rush around to like two different places, three different places to try to find these things. Couldn't find 630, so I, saw, I found 750, and I was like, okay, from a capacitive perspective, I can probably throw in a 750 and see if this thing powers up. Put the 750 in there, no power. I'm like, fuck, what is going on? So then <clears throat> my brilliance in electricity, I was like, let's just take this bitch apart and see what's going on. Let's take out the old innards. So I took out, I literally unscrewed the power port on it and then unwrapped the electrical tape to just make sure all the conductors were touching. And then they were, and I, I took my, I have an electric tester. So I took that and made sure that each conductor was yeah. firing. Mm -hmm. They were. And I was like, okay, cool. The thing's getting, there is power in here, but there's something in the switchboard, a capacitor, something that's probably blown, blown. I'll check it later. Well, the power port was kind of like pulled out a little bit mm -hmm. and it was, everything in this room was hot. Like it was all running. Everything was running. All my computers, all the power conditioners, everything was on, lights were on. And uh, I go to put that port back in. And the wire touched the metal edge of the of the actual unit itself, what? and like the entire room went down. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> a, a huge spark which electrocuted me slightly. Yeah, I felt and that little tingle. I felt a, a nice little jolt, and it sparked, and everything in the room went out. Everything. Oh my god! And I was like, "Holy shit!" So what turned out to be, oh, me just trying to figure out if this thing would work, if this, this power or this uh, noise gate and limiter was actually going to function the way I wanted to, turned into me literally powering down the entire room. 
So then I freaked out because I thought I blew up everything in here. Luckily, I have power conditioners and surge protectors pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So I wasn't overly concerned. But here's what I was concerned about. As soon as I went to the breaker, nothing had tripped. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, shit. One, you I just don't, exploded all your devices. I literally thought everything was blown up. I, I was like, I just fucked. I mean, I literally just blew up what would be, I don't know, $10,000 of the stuff in my basement. Yeah. So I started freaking out. Anyway, I text dad to get his electrician's number, who ultimately is really my electrician first, but I didn't have his number in my phone. So I'm texting this guy and I was like, dude, I think my basement <laughs> exploded. <laughs> I was like, I need your help. And he was actually like, instead, he was like, oh, I'm on a job site now. He's like, he's like, but check these few things first. And he, and I told him, I, he was like, well, did you check the breaker? And I said, yeah, I checked the breaker and nothing flipped, but the whole room's out. And he goes, oh shit. <laughs> That's literally how I responded. And he goes, well, do you have GFI wall plates in your basement? And I was like, actually I do. One over there. I actually have three. One over there, one down in the left-hand corner, and one behind me. And that one down there I didn't realize was a GFI plate. I thought it was just this one over in the washer and another one over here. Yeah. He's like, well, test and reset the GFI plates and then see if everything powers back on. So I tested the two that I knew were down here and nothing. I was like, no, they're not working. Holy shit. Like Everything <laughs> in my basement's dead. Like, my hot water heater's out. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at. This is terrible. This is a nightmare. Um, then I explored a little bit more and realized that I had a GFI plate down there. And as soon as I pressed it, everything powered back on. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. I thought I literally blew up everything in a room. Because, dude, the spark that came off that thing, it was like a fireball. It was a mini fireball. It just went. Do you remember when uh, we lived together and... We had that really nasty, like storm. Yeah, and you were in your room, and I was out in the living room. Your we computer, both and on my our computer. laptops. Yeah, and, and we both got electrocuted. It literally, sh like the lightning hit so close, it was in like an immediate thunderclap. Yeah, it was crazy. And when it did, I swear to you, all the hair stood up on my skin, and like, like there was just so much static electricity in the air. And then, as I'm typing on my laptop, a spark came from the keyboard and struck me in my finger. Yeah, it fried like most of our HDMI cables and our oh, yeah. TVs my TV. that we had. Yeah, my TV. Holy shit! Yeah, we was... had to submit an insurance claim yeah. because it blew up so much shit. <laughs> it fried my computer. Your laptop got it. Joel, somehow. mine did not. Mine and I was doing the same thing, typing on my keyboard, and I got shocked when it hit the when it hit the condo. Dude. I mean, it must have hit right it, it down on us. It had to hit us. the building. It had it, to hit the yeah, building. Yeah, that was pretty wild. And we, yeah, we had to submit a claim. It was like a couple thousand dollars. I mean, I did get a brand new TV and a laptop, so I was happy <laughs> about that. But it was a couple grand worth of stuff that got ruined yeah. just because of that. That was a fucking trippy day, dude. That was nuts. That was pretty wild because we both got shocked because we were both like like in the other room. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. Like, almost at the same time. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah, that was weird as shit. That was pretty trippy. Kind of uh, the power of Mother Nature, which we've experienced a lot of lately. Dude, it's Dude. been... I swear to God, it's like Armageddon right now. I've had to smoke underneath the front porch for the last few days just because of all the rain. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty nightmarish. It has. Really sucky. Because I like, I like good weather, you know? I like the sunny weather. I do, too. You know, I don't mind rain because it does wonders for my lawn. I, I tried to get out and fish yesterday, and, I mean, I got a good hour in, but 
it came a fucking downpour and some poor like mother and her son were just getting out there. And as soon as they got out there, it started pouring. And I was like, that sucks <laughs> for them. I caught yeah. a few fish. I was happy, but yeah. I, I did find that, uh, that new fishery is like my magic place. Dude. I every I never not catch fish when I go there now. I just tear it up every time. See, I just need to come out here whenever. But Dude, I, it's glorious. I don't know if I can technically do that, right? Is it a public park? It's public, yeah. Anyone can oh. go in there. Yeah, it's not private. Oh. I 30 seconds like... away. Literally, I go like two times a day now. And I just, I go there and, and there's so, I could see because when the, I went at a horrible time. It was almost noon yesterday. Yeah. So the sun's right over. It's hot. Didn't get them early in the morning. Didn't get them late in the afternoon. Still caught a few fish, so I was happy. But every time the clouds went away and the sun came out, really gave me good visibility into the water, and I could see bass everywhere. And, dude, there was a monster carp rolling around. I mean, I'm talking 20-pound carp. In they there? Were, and the, yeah, they were massive. Where do they hang out? Massive. By the, by the fountain? The fucking top of the water? No, right? they just run amok around the edges. Oh, they're picking up shit. Dude, they were massive and i was like ah, maybe i could throw like i was like maybe next time i'll bring like some corn or something throw i was like but dude i don't want to catch carp because they're so dirty they're so nasty so i was like i don't want to do that but there was bass and bluegill yeah. everywhere i mean it's like a little mecca i think i'm gonna buy some minnows or go to a creek and just catch them and just start dumping them in there so those bass just get fat as fuck because there's really not that many people that fish it, it i doubt there is it hardly gets touched yeah which is pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, for people who are listening to this and don't know, I'm, I'm balls deep into fishing and have been for a pretty good chunk. About, need ten, be, about 10 years I I've got only really been into it. one time this year, and I feel like I should be like four or five in at least. Yeah. Well, this place is magic because I can go every single day. But, hey. It's great. Hey. I'm just going to give this little shout out. So, uh, tonight I'm going to Columbus. Yeah. What time are you going? Like 4.30. Okay. So I can get there about six. Yeah. I think is is when we're gonna hang out. Nice. I'm hanging out with uh, Eric from Alpha. We're legitimately finally getting the chance. Yeah. To smoke Alpha cigars at Barclays in Columbus. Right. So if you want to come, you can't because we'll already be gone by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, hanging out with him to smoke Alpha, but also drink absinthe. Oh my god. <laughs> it sounds so fun. I wish I could go and I can't. It's somebody's sixtieth birthday party. Which yeah. I must be I must attend and must be a part of. Which isn't gonna suck because it's at Top Golf and that's always a blast. Dude, I had so a lot excited. of fun there after hockey. Yeah, it's fun. I I do way less golfing hitting of the golf balls and way more drinking when I'm there. I like, know. I just, I'm just like, yeah, I'll hit a few. And then I just go back to like, yep, get me another Moscow mule. Oh, their Bloody Marys are good too. The Bloody Marys the are spicy the spicy ones are really good. Their drinks good. are awesome. Their food is meh. Yeah, it's me. It's but, me. I'm yeah. But their fucking, their drinks are legit. And we're going with a decent group of people. So, I mean, as long as you're with good people, it's always fun. Hey, we finally reached a hundred members. I know. Oh, is it 101? We eclipse at 102. 102. I, just, I got another one on board last night. And uh, I also messaged a few people, and we're talking about the Facebook group. So I messaged a few people and was like, hey, answer the questions. <laughs> and I'll literally, I went through and I was like, if you answer the questions, we'll add you. If you don't, then. You're all so, so I think I'm going to just that, that list of however many is pending, yeah. I'll, I'll start declining them. Yeah, because there's, like, there's a lot pending. Yeah, there's we're, a ton. And we're not going to put them in unless they answer those questions. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, uh, we've eclipsed 100. And, you know, it's, it's weird. Through solicitation, we could get 
you know, I thought about it. I was like, we could get so many more. We could get yeah. hundreds, hundreds, if not, you know, a thousand. And I was like, I mean, God, even I Tristan, really... right? Tristan, uh, he, he like invited a bunch of yeah, folks. Yeah, invited and I would a say, shit ton. I'd say a good 30 or 40% of the people he invited became members. Yeah, there was, there was a thought in my head where I was just like, Send out the word. Unicorns, go get them. Yeah. And, but I don't, I just don't want to overpopulate. Faction, fractions unite. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I, d- I just don't want to overpopulate it because nah, we've just no. got a really good mix and I love, I love how everybody interacts. We so. got some old birds. We yeah. got some youngins. Mm-hmm. We got some aficionados. We got some novice smokers. Yeah, we, we do. even have females. Who would have thought it? Yeah. I represented good percentage around two, around two percent. <laughs> no, which is which is cool. Maybe that'll be like the next thing. Is like let's get some let's get some women's in here. Women I'm desperately power. trying to be more reputable on Instagram. Desperately, <laughs> I know I could tell. Speaking of Instagram, I saw something funny the uh, or was it this morning or is it yesterday? So there's a female on Instagram. Going back to the little female thing. Who is very reputable, reputable, and I'm not going to name the name. Cigar Vixen. No. Oh. I'm not going to name the name. Anyway, so very reputable on Instagram. And I saw, I was just scrolling through posts, and I saw through one of the top posts, somebody took the image of this person, reposted it, and then literally put, is there anything more, what do you say? And is there anything more central than a girl with a nice cigar in her mouth? <laughs> and I literally wanted to go, you're exactly what's fucking wrong Dude. with this entire thing. Yeah. And I'm friends with a few people on IG that use fo- like women photos to gain popularity on their cigar nuts. following. But it is true. Like, it's just the it's, things. It's a bit crazy. I th- it's just like, and you know what? I'm going to come out and say it. It's all the old fucks. <laughs> it's all the dudes who, no offense, if you're fucking 50 years or older, you you are the problem. 99% of the time when I see that shit, it's from these old guys who are probably jerking off in the corner all day, scrolling through Instagram pictures of fucking cute girls, and just beating off. You're the fucking problem. It's like, father up, bro. That could be your daughter. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like, it, I, honestly, for this person, it could have been. And I look at it and, it, you know, it's like I've seen some stuff. There's a particular one person who I know has been struggling with the whole f- being a female in the cigar industry, which I could imagine is a very difficult yeah, thing. It would be difficult. It, yeah. I don't think it's much different than the industry that I work in, which is very male dominated, or at least it was. Uh, yeah. Ten years ago was, I mean, that was all you saw is the giant sausage fest. It's it's yeah. a lot different now than what it was before because it's tech. So yeah. it's kind of understandable but in the cigar industry i just imagine it's a lot tougher because it's really old dudes and now you have this inception of you know there are young attractive women there's still few of them but the ones that are out there it's pretty prominent you know that they you know of their existence and these old dudes are always comment i've seen some comments where i'm seriously like if this was your daughter would you or, or if this was your daughter and someone else said that would you would you be okay with it? Like I'm literally reading some of the stuff and I'm like, it, it's to the point where I'm like, fuck man. Like I make some off color jokes. Oh, we always like do. some we, of them we, that we are do. sexual in nature, but they're jokes. And that's like, these dudes are just being old and creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucked up. I, uh, I saw this, uh, this thing 
um, I forget what cigar company it was, but they were um, talking about um, <laughs> doing their annual DR trip where they do Dominican Republican like cigar factory tours. Yeah. And it's it literally was a photo of a like the inside of a bus. Can you guess what type of people were on the bus? Naked women? No. No. Old ass dudes with suits on? Old white guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. The old white guys got to go. <laughs> you guys got to go. You're just, you're, you're cramping everyone's style. We're trying to get on. We're trying to get on with it. No, I, you know what? No, I'm I just think kidding. Th- there was, there's definitely a, a, a place for the veteran cigar smoker, but I would agree there is a time to pass the torch. And I think it's now. I think it's coming. I think yeah, it's now. dude, it's crazy too because there's so much interaction with older gentlemen. Not saying you you and completely remove yourself from right. the industry, but we need the younger crowd back into this majority mix of cigars. Yeah, smokers. it's just like anything else, passed from generation to generation, yeah. right? Like there's there's got to be a new wave of progressiveness that comes in, and that's that's part of the problem. It's not. I use the term old white man. I sound like a native Indian. Old white man. Old white man. Um, <laughs> come and take our land. Uh, I don't mean it in terms yeah. of that. I, I mean it more as far as like the ideas are just like there's so much of it that seems so tired. But then there's this wave that is trying to break down that barrier. And you know the brands that are doing that. You know the people that are doing that. We are doing that. There's other people who are doing that. And they're waiting and anticipating. It's almost like... It's almost like rushing the beaches on D-Day. It's like we just, if we can just fucking keep pushing through and break down those barriers, we're off to yeah. freedom. Yeah. We're off for freedom for the French people. And that's what I'm, I'm waiting for. And it's, cl- it's close. I think that new wave is, is coming in. We just got to keep recruiting. But I, you know, for the old tired white dudes who are pretentious and bigoted and um, let's say, treating females like garbage or writing off-colored comments on Instagram all the time. Like, dude, you just reek of dirty old man. You know what? What about politicians? You know, can you, you know what's weird? It's like politicians, they're all older guys. And I feel like it's so to the contrary because politics should be on the cultural forefront. Right, but they're always, and, yeah. but they're always on the back end. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like they're yeah, always they're way behind. As, they're all oldest in fuck. cultural viewpoints and everything. Yeah, everybody thought Bernie Sanders was super progressive, and I was like, no, socialism isn't progressive. It's been around literally longer than fucking democracy. It's not progressive at all. No, I mean there was some progressive ideas in there, but they trust me, they weren't his brainchild. Yeah, there's smarter people around him. It's because no one trusts people. young people. Let's just be frank. They they think young people don't have the experience necessary. Well, also money is power. It's not even just experience, but there's not a lot of young guys out there that have tons money. of money sure. to to do those things sure. and, and to create those platforms. So, I mean, look at our current president. Say no more. Just do a Patreon or a GoFundMe page, right? And be a politician, dude. That is not a bad idea. I wonder if it's illegal to do that though. I doubt it. It shouldn't be. Because no, you can pay for anything. Like, yeah, you can Patreon donate money to anything. anything. Right. Maybe we should start yeah. a Patreon so we can finally open up a brick and mortar. Have people donate to that. I feel like a lot of people would. Would get, like, $55. 50, <laughs> a lot of people would donate just $1. <laughs> Go make it happen. I would try it. I would do it. Just to see what happens. Oh, it's like, oh, cool. 
this pays for a few lighting fixtures. Yeah. You have like half of one. <laughs> right. Half of one. What's funny is a couple switch plates. We talked about doing like smart bulbs and all that that's controlled via Wi-Fi. And one of those bulbs is fifty bucks. Yeah. That's literally one bulb. Those lighting systems will come down though. By the time we ever they get will. to do something, it'll be half the price of what it was. We'll also be eighty. Like let's let's yeah. start a cigar shop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking eighty years we've old. We've saved up forty. New, we've saved up four thousand dollars. <laughs> new adventures for old people. <laughs> um, cool. So this episode is pretty awesome because, and by the way, this is episode fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. It's actually kind of crazy when you think about it because we are we are way. I mean. This is way past what I ever thought we'd get to. 57, the number of moles on my ass. And ep- episode 56, which we featured the uh, the Campano Platino, yep. ended up being the most downloaded episode in our existence. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. I'm not sure why. But it, was it uh, funny? It was, I thought it was a great episode. And, you know, I was happy to put to put their product out. But there wasn't anything... More better, different about this episode well, in terms of promotion. It, it could have been the anticipation of but having a week off. we still had good off. numbers on the week off. We did. Yeah, even on the week off was pretty good. What the hell? I have no idea. Maybe it was just a bunch of people catching up. Maybe that's maybe. what it was. And they're like, ooh, no episode. Yeah, maybe we just had half the participants just fell behind. But no, that still doesn't make you sense. You know what? The weather right. wasn't as great. <sighs> yeah, people maybe were just people inside. Were inside listening to podcasts. Sitting in their cars with the rain falling on their windshields. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, this is episode 57. And the cool thing about this episode, and I guess let me start off by saying, um, yeah, last week mm-hmm. I had reached out to Miguel at Crown Heads and I said, hey, need to know where the last Calaveras's are landing and I need to know when because I wanted to get my hands on right. it. It's one of my favorite cigars, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 14, and 17 being my favorite. Um, need to get my hands on the 2018. Highly anticipate highly anticipated probably one of the most highly anticipated of the year so it's like gotta get my hands on them yeah. and uh so i actually took last thursday and friday off of work not to go get the cigars it Could was you just, imagine if that was what it was <laughs> it was like me and like people and i need all day to travel it was like black <laughs> friday people sitting out in front of a right. tent that's what i was doing in front of cigar shops uh no i mean i just took off the days because i was getting burnt out um but anyway part of the plan technically was to Carpool and go get them. Yeah, it was to make sure that we could all gather up and let's go get them. So um, Miguel was nice enough to tell me where they were landing and when they should be there. Um, and unfortunately, on the days that we anticipated they were going to be like there. Friday. Right, yeah. which was last Friday. They had not yet arrived. I... Okay. So, yeah. so we go to two places. They didn't arrive. Called them later that night. Called them the next day. Still not there. Still not there. And I wasn't going to bug Miguel because yeah. things ship. They ship. They get there when they yeah. get there. Um, but, but on the backside, but on the backside of it, I get a text, right? And John goes, have you gotten the Los Calaveras yet? I'm like, dude, we tried getting them Friday. Corey tried getting them the day after. I was stalking places, man. I was like, our buddy was checking places and they said they still hadn't gotten me. I was like, we're going to get them, but we haven't gotten them yet. He's like, well, okay, well, let me know what sizes you want. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. So we got the. Uh, I think. I think. I think specifically, we said was save your money. Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> Here's yeah. the different sizes. What do you want? Yeah. So we got the LC40. Uh, he he gave us like the range of sizes. Like okay, yeah, the, the LC46. 
in the LC50. The, the 50, right? The 5 uh, Which 50. is basically a Robusto, and then the other one's kind of like a long Corona. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah, the four, uh, that 46 ring, ring gauge it's is a perfect, the shit. It's the perfect yeah, size yeah, for Yeah, that. for sure. Anyways, for sure. so, you know, we get through Saturday, we get through Sunday, and then Monday... Cause he's like, I need, I need to know if you guys want these and pick out the sizes. Cause I need to ship them out now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I gave him all the information, blah, blah. Then Monday rolls around and, uh, hear knocking the door and I open up the door and there's just a box sitting there with a, a familiar, familiar sticker. <laughs> CYOP. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. So I open, I, I pick it up. And it's got some heft to it. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. What is in here? Yeah. And so I started, you know, kind of getting giddy. I went inside, opened up the box, and pulled apart some of the uh, newspaper that he used to kind of line it as padding. He gave us, uh, it didn't give us, we, we paid for him uh, legally. Uh, there, <laughs> <laughs> they, it was two boxes, two boxes and two yeah, sample and two packs. two sample packs, right. It was over 56 cigars. It was 56 cigars. Yeah. It was an insane amount of the new Las Calaveras. I, I feel like we got what some stores got as yeah. far as their first shipment. I literally have already smoked six. Yeah, I've smoked three so far. <laughs> literally smoked uh, six. And I've got no less than like probably 16 left or Dude. something like that. Um, yeah. and, and all variations and Vitolas and the whole thing. I mean, some, dar- some rappers are darker than the others, some others and so on and so forth. So far, I must say that I really enjoyed the, uh, the 46. Or the 46 is the better. And I'm not going to say opinion. too much more. And the reason I'm not going to say too much more review, because we got a review. We got a review shit. Bro. So this week in anticipation for all this stuff at crown heads and the lost Calaveras coming out right before IPCPR. What better way to kind of launch into that than to review that on here on sure. the podcast right sure. fucking now. Um, so here we go. Um, we did review the Las Calaveras 2018 for this episode. I believe we reviewed the LC46. At least yes. I hope that's what you reviewed. Yeah, I, did. Um, I will just preface that from a flavor perspective, it's vastly different than the Robusto. Dude. Like, it is. It's not even like the same cigar. No. Which is kind of trippy, um, but it's really, I've smoked one forty six and two of the 5x50s, the Robustos, and it's not even, not even similar. The LC46 is where it's at. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So, I'm ready. So, yeah, so before we, uh, before we get in down uh, the, fine, the finite details of this cigar, yeah. let's uh, let everybody know exactly how we rate these things. Hey, everyone. Each cigar review is based on a six-point rating scale and broken down into three main categories. Construction, burn, and taste. We then uh, see if the cigar is worth the price for possible bonus or penalty points, which is a new addition to this. And then we finally average out our total scores between the two of us, giving you guys our total cigar rating. Huh? That was great. Nice and clean, huh? That was very clean. Very clean. I wrote it. I could tell. I could tell you scripted the entire thing. Because usually it'll script it. But I didn't hate it. So No, it'll get better with time, like a, like a nice HG sort of way. Yeah. No, that sounded good. And thank you for that, Sideshow Bob. Um, <laughs> all right. So also, and you always take the lead on both of these things, which I really admire. Um, give everybody a breakdown of actually what this thing consists of. So, okay. It's not too dissimilar. In fact, it's pretty much identical to the other Los Calaveras lineup. 
Just want to preface that. Mm, yes and no. Well, Depends on which one. From the general profile perspective. Not so much. We'll get into that. Right. <laughs> we'll get into that, right. right? We'll get into that. But this crown heads Las Calaveras, er, Las Calaveras 2018 is broken down. Uh, the rapper is San Andreas Maduro. Which hasn't happened yet. Which hasn't happened so yet. So that's vastly it's different. Been San Andreas, it's been San Andreas. But Maduro, I'm not so sure that's been the case. Has it been San Andreas? I thought so. I don't think so. I think this is the first year for it. Let me look at the other one just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, it's Ecuadorian Habana Maduro was the original. Yeah, so this one is... 2017, so this is a different one. Yeah, it's a different rapper type. So I am a huge fan of San Andreas, like beyond hugely lately. I just have been, and it was a perfect choice for this. Uh, Binder, Nicaraguan. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a My Father Factory making these babies for him, right? Yeah. And then the filler is also Nicaraguan. Yeah. And we had this baby in an LC46, a 5 and 5 eighths by 46. Yeah, and I feel like Crown Heads was not... um, not shy about the fact that they were like, hey, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan fillers. Yeah. It's going to smack you in the dick a little bit. Not to mention, it comes with this really bright green label. Yeah, I love the label. Which is totally opposite of the other uh, Los Calaveras uh, labels. They've generally had a little bit of orange, a little bit of gold, black, kind of right. like an off-white creamy color. Right. They've always been that. And then we, last year we had the dark label, which was more black than anything. But this year, it's a bright fucking. Do you know green. why it is? I don't know, but I want to assume because it's like it's like fucking walking into a jungle with this goddamn cigar. Uh, it's it's an homage to Mexican culture. Well, I know that, which is the same reason the Mexican. But the green is, is the green is yeah. particular. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The green color in particular, and if you notice on the box, the sugar skulls on the box. Yeah. Um, which you know is. One of my favorite things, I actually still want to get a tattoo of one. I actually On may, your face? I may get a tattoo of this sugar skull, the same exact one, on my body. Like your so, butthole. Yeah. <laughs> like right where the nose is at, it's just the butthole. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, so the, the, bright green, uh, the bright green band is vastly different than anything we've seen. And, and, you know, although it pays homage to the Mexican culture, it makes a statement in the cigar industry as well. Like you can't. This is not, not misrepresented by, I mean, you know what it is when you see pictures of it. Yeah. Like it is, it stands out greatly. And that's, um, I, lo- I really like what they did there. And it's multi purpose. The price is about the same. It's about yeah, the a nine to $10 stick. Yeah. Price is right about identical what it's, what it's been, um, over the years. So, yeah, definitely. So, with that, um, this cigar comes in multiple Vitolas. Again, we've already mentioned that it comes in the uh, the 5 and 5 eighths by 46, which is what we reviewed. The LC50 yeah. is 5 by 50. The LC54 is a 6 by 54. Um, and then the sampler has a little bit of everything in it. So yeah. you can buy individual boxes or so you can buy boxes or individual sticks in any one of those sizes. And then they've got the sampler pack as well, which is roughly, I think it's like $45 or yeah. whatever. For the sample pack. So, with that, let's get into this. Um, and let's break down the, the construction of this cigar. Okay. Um, well, so, upon kind of looking at this, definitely is the typical craftsmanship you get from a My Father cigar, factory-made cigar. Very firm. Very, very firm. No damage. Nothing to no, like notice that it was like any type of negative thing whatsoever. And even in the LC46, which has a little bit more length to it, yeah, it was like 
it was honestly almost flawless. The only thing I gave it a slight negative to, and it's just because it's a new cigar, is the oiliness. Yeah. You know, when you're expecting a San Andreas Maduro, you do expect that along the aging process, you'll begin to kind of accumulate more oils. So I didn't give it a perfect score there because I know that given yeah. enough time, yeah. in it, long, as long as it's in stores. Set it and forget it. Set it, forget it. It'll be a perfect. It yeah. would literally be a perfect. It's just because it's a new cigar. Which is perhaps why I love that I have no less than like 15 of these things left. Yes. Because I'm going to age each Vitola. That's my, that's my goal. The rest of them I'll smoke over time. I mean, with the understanding that I have about probably 175 cigars in there that I still have to smoke through. Um, I'll, I'll smoke these over time. And I was going to do periods of like rest one month, rest three months, rest six months, rest nine months, rest a year, and then just kind of smoke them at each generation of those time periods and see, see what the difference is. Yeah. See what the difference is. But, but I agree with you, right? I mean, the longer you let these things sit, um, I think sometimes there are certain cigars out there that if you let them sit, they, there's no fluctuation or there's a dullness to them. And it just depends on the blend. I have to imagine these kind of setting for getting are going to be like an aged wine. I think they're going to be really good long-term, especially from what I know, smoking the three that I've smoked over the recent day. Like I'm like, this, I mean, once this gets to a certain hey, time period, it's going to be hey, people, if smoking six in the last week is any indication of the quality yeah. of this oh, yeah, new release. Great. <laughs> um, I'm with you, really. The only minor uh, negative, and it's not even a negative, it's just exactly what you said. The, the only non-perfect score that I gave it as far as construction, because everything else looked, looked flawless. flawless. Yes, it did. And I did pick out of the 20 that I had, yeah. I picked perhaps what was represented as the nicest one, the darkest wrappers, really what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, specifically on the 46 ring gauge. Um, yeah, I mean, it was damn near perfect. So, yeah, I had uh, no issues there at all. What about, uh, let's move into the burn. Burn. Oh, man. I mean, again, it's one of those things of quality construction can go a long way on a burn. Um, consistency, no running whatsoever. A real clean burn all the way through. We had a, a really nice thick wrapper, yep. um, which is, you know, uh, what is uh, synergistic or consistent with um, these lineups that uh, John and his buddy have, have had for, for a lot of their lineups. It's very thick usually. Um, very consistent. Uh, the draw was very, very creamy. In fact, I think I took like fuck forty goddamn photos yeah. of me puffing on this fucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's always like bright white. It right. was like perfect. You know, and and at the end, like you know, we do our whole test, right? For those who don't know what the whole test is, the whole test is basically we take a quick puff and we set a timer for five minutes and put it down, and we do not take another hit until that five minutes is up. Which is, you know, uh, kind of a gauge of, you know, those people that kind of sit in lounge or talking, they go to the restroom, maybe they're eating, whatever. You know, you want that cigar to stay lit, kind of slow burning through the wrapper and the fillers. Right. right. Dude, flawless hold. Yeah. Got through the five minutes. I did it right about the 50% mark, which is kind of where I would expect maybe some soft points to yeah, start to Yeah, especially on a five and five eighths cigar. I, I mean, re- you're, you're ramping up closer you're five and a half inches ramping up closer to six inches on a cigar like i we you know i love crown heads a lot like a lot that that's why i'm even more critical right <laughs> to the review of them than not to say that i am with other cigars but 
I wanted to see if there was if there was going to be a point where it was going to go out. It was going to be right there. a little past that fifty percent mark. Right. Uh, dude, but it like held true. I was outside and it was kind of like rainy, humid out and slight breeze. It f- fucking held like a champ. Like a champ. Like a champ. So great burn experience. Great burn. Cigar. Uh, I mimic that. The, the draw on this cigar was so fucking full the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Like it was crazy how much smoke yeah. it produced because really looking at it, it was pretty dense fillers. Um, and the wrapper was super thick, but it what I didn't look at it and think that it could produce that, that much yeah. good smoke. Yeah. So I was extremely pleased at the fact that every single time I drew on that cigar, it was as perfect of a draw, especially for me. Some people like them a little tighter. Some people like them a little looser. Mm-hmm. For me, this was exactly like right down the fairway. It was perfect. Yeah. The only and very, very slight issue I had was when I did do my whole test, it took me a few puffs to really get it back ripping up. It was close. She was idling. It was close to the edge of deceased. Um, but you know, it's, it was one of those, and I did mine a little further down. I was probably already two thirds of the way through. Yeah. So I was doing it close to the end. I was pushing that barrier. You had the idols set too low. I, I definitely, yeah, I was, I was choking it out a little <laughs> bit. Needed to give it more fuel. Um, yeah, but I mean, other than that, and it did, I mean, just a few quick puffs, like yeah. a few quick draws and it was right back to burning great, burning even. I had no runs in the cigar at all, literally zero. It burnt even all the way yeah. down, which to me is always, always an indication of really good quality construction. And I look for those things specifically in cigars. You know as well as I do, I will text pictures to you guys when I've got oh, yeah. something that's burning flawlessly. And the other thing, too, is is when I was smoking that 46, I had a really tough time ashing it at first. Like, it was at it the was point. It was very thick. Because here's, 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 the, here's the reality. Too many times do I like to see a really long ash, and too many times I let it go too far, and it ends up burning a hole in my shorts. So this time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ash it where it needs to be ashed. And I let it run probably about an inch, maybe a little over an inch. And I tried to ash and it did not want to budge. Like it, it did not flake off as most cigars would. So another indication of really good quality product and even better construction. I was uh, thoroughly impressed. And sometimes I don't like typically do the long ash runs. Yeah. Just because more often than not, uh, when you're smoking any cigar and you've got that much ash building or accumulating on the end of the stick, you kind of choke out and it can, yeah. it can pit really easy. Um, so I don't typically do it. Some cigars last really long time. You can continue to ash. Oh, they like last that. a long time. But typically, I'm I'm quick to ash. I really am. Yeah, I'll get it maybe to an inch and a half, and then I'm like, Pfft. yeah, and then I get that nice little mountain on top. It looks like a fiery pencil. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah, I do like that. That's that's a that's I a good love, indication. Yeah, it. I love when it's got the hot tip on it. Yeah, the hot tip on the hot tip. I should write my name and my skin with it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get on to flavor. Holy fuck! Holy shit! I I honestly, this is the most exciting part for me. <laughs> it's the most exciting. Get on with it, Junior. All right. So I've had. Pretty much every Lost Calaveras, except the 14, because you got it at a fucking swank-ass joint. 14. 
I never got to yeah, partake. Yeah, I've had all of them. Funny enough, John actually posted a f- picture I saw of that dude that sent him the 2014. Yeah, like, which, oh, is, which is really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Something he smoked that. it yesterday, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. I would have held on to that forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, okay. There's something about this one that is, to me, drastically different than the other ones. Especially in its newish, freshest sense. Right. Not at all similar, in my opinion. So every one I've had before this has had kind of a mild to medium spice level. um, Medium bodied. Uh, You get the Maduro from the Ecuadorian. It has more earthiness to it. Um, But this one, people, you know, the best way I can describe it is like, this is a wild cigar. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm so used to a more... I don't know, civilized cigar. You know, if I close my eyes, I can imagine I'm in a lounge and there's all these people like, oh, pass me another drink. And yeah. she's like, oh, that's with me. And a couple you know, dudes you know, trying to fit their sausages. People in wearing monocles and, and, you know, everything's like real chill. This one, when I close my eyes and smoke it, it's like I'm being dragged through the jungle by a bunch of tribal people. <laughs> and they're forcing me to smoke this cigar. <laughs> it's, it's like you've you you somehow transported to right. a Guns N' Roses right. concert. You're like, how the fuck right. did I get here? The best way I can describe it. So San Andreas rapper tip typically for me has always given off a tangy vibe. Yeah. Definitely was there. I got the tanginess. But when it came to the fillers, right? Which is a mostly Nicaraguan as far as I'm aware. Yeah. It's relatively mild. Yeah. It's like a mild, medium-bodied cigar. Yeah. And there's some sweet undertones, not very prominent, but they're just kind of subtly there. And then the tanginess that comes with it. But, dude, this cigar, and it's what people have been saying, I want to wait to buy the Lost Calaveras because they're going to be too raw. Yeah. Are mistaken. I feel like they need to try it now. It's like a banana. You, when you when you buy a bushel of bananas, I'm the typical person that likes to smoke the banana. We still got a little bit of green on the on the peel. Eat the banana or smoke the banana? Oh, I need to eat the banana. Okay, <laughs> that'd be weird to smoke it. I guess that'd be cool. Like uh, I was like, if dude, if you're making banana bongs, you got to let me in on I'll it. I've tried. I've I have some experiments I am working on that I'll divulge later. Uh, but um, it's like it's like I like eating bananas when they still have a little bit of green to the peel. But I also enjoy banana when it's kind of getting the brown stage, right? Right. Let's reach the brown stage. I think this is one of those cigars that everybody needs to try now and then age and try them later. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, they're, 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 they're even superior now. And I right. feel like they'll be even more superior later. But the flavor, dude, it is like so, to me, it's very unique. Yeah. That I'm in love with it already. Right. Like in love with it. Like my score for the flavor profile is pretty far fucking up there. Yeah. The only reason I didn't get a, give it a perfect because I know it's going to be a little better later. Yeah. It, it very well could be. And we'll see. I mean, time will tell. And, and luckily we have enough to age to see what that experience fuck is going to be like down the road. A fuck ton. Um, I agree with you in terms of the, like calling it wild. Because yeah. it is. It's it's a jungle bunny. <laughs> it's a jungle bunny. It like, really is. This fucking thing, this this is no this is no red rose. This is goddamn poison sumac. <laughs> uh, and really in, a, in a really cool way. It is nothing honestly, it's comparatively 
we always talk about how it ranks against other editions of the Los Calaveras lineup in previous years. I kind of don't give a shit at this point on making that comparison because, quite frankly, they don't need to be compared and they aren't comparable. But I think about other experiences I've had with other cigars from other manufacturers, and I've never had anything that tasted like this. No. Not one time. Never. So if for nothing else, let's just take aside the fact that, let's just say I didn't like the flavor. It definitely stood out. It was, yeah. it, and honestly, it's disruptive it is. in a very good way because it's something that uniquely I've never had. Uh, the flavor is freaking awesome, by the way. So I did enjoy it and I did like it. Um, I love that Vitola. That and Vitola, I was excited yeah. about getting the 46 ring, ring gauge because even there's a lot of people who like to smoke big, fat, round cigars. They're typically people who don't really pay all that much attention to flavor and really just like the aesthetics and the appeal of smoking a Have bigger cigar. Have a big cigar. old donger in your mouth. Right. I am telling you right now, the tighter and smaller Vitola usually smokes the best because I think it represents a better balance between filler and wrapper. And wrapper. Right. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what this 46 ring gauge gave us. I will say, and, and this is one cigar that Chris and I had, did not smoke together. So it's, it's cool to hear you say that you got some sweet undertones and you got the tanginess, but it wasn't overly spice heavy given the fact that it was a Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. Because that's exactly the same experience yeah. I got in that 46. Fucking crazy to me. Actually, the sweet undertones, it was really weird because there was a few times smoking the cigar where I was like, I would hit something. I'd go, oh shit, that's really creamy and sweet. Yeah. But I didn't want to hold on to it forever. No. I, was, I was wanting and already anticipating another change almost immediately after, yeah. which is what I was looking for. So from an experience perspective, I thought this was fucking awesome because it, it kept me guessing the way that I wanted to guess throughout the whole experience of the cigar. Yeah. Um, I do agree with you as far as like, I think it'd be cool to see what a few aged cigars will look like, especially in that Vitola. I think it will definitely change i think you'll it probably get more represented sweeter flavor yeah over maybe six months to a year maybe even beyond that it's it's tough telling like i don't know until we try it right right um but i agree with you in the sense that this is a very very good cigar as it is now and definitely encourage people that and it's cool because our cigar faction members a few of them posted a picture of two They're like, try one now Save and one later. One and yep. save one for later. And that is absolutely what I recommend. If you're going to buy the cigar, smoke one now and save one for later and compare the experiences. Both are going to be awesome, but they're going to be different. They're going to be different for sure. I absolutely love the disruption of this cigar because it's unlike anything I've had before. I haven't smoked six. But I've smoked three. That's a good enough to make a very qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've not opinion. smoked all the tolls yet. There's a, there's, I got a couple of the big dongers that yeah. I'm going to try and just see how that. And, and we'll, I, I think it's advantageous for us to maybe follow up um, in smoking those other Vitolas and seeing how they compare. I think, I think that'd fair. be good for. Hey, maybe for, in our new segments. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that actually once we wrap up with the review. But I did give a pretty high flavor score um, and that will kind of lead us into the overall comparative score. Okay. So what did you give it overall? But real quick, it's a nine to $10 stick, right? Yeah. Nine to $10 stick. Do you think it is very well placed price point, maybe too pricey, or do you think you'd pay more for this? Now, 
I have an assumption based on a lot of your opinion of this this highly rated opinion you have for this cigar here uh, that um, you'd probably pay more for it. I did not give it a price bonus. Oh, I did. I actually think from and and here's the thing again i'm not comparing specifically to other lost covers but just a, just an extension to other cigars in the industry mm-hmm. i think it's placed right where it should be placed i think it is of great market value but i don't think it's not that i wouldn't pay more for it i wanted to get my hands on it enough that i would have given you know my yeah, left yeah. testicle yeah. to procure one of these lo- lovely delicious cigars but i think overall when I'm comparing to other cigars in the industry, I think it's very reasonably priced. I think it's exactly where it needs to be. It's competitively priced for sure. It is competitively from an, in, from it, an industry. It perspective. is competitively priced, and I could see where if your opinion differed and you were to give it a price bonus, I could also see why you would do that. Yeah. But for me, giving given what I, I and I think part of it is just to keep it in line with when you look at the other Lost Calvert, they all are priced. Very similar. They are. I mean, I don't oh. think there's been much fluctuation in that at all. So um, given the experience of Raw, which was fantastic, I do think it's priced fairly. Yeah. I for sure gave it a price bonus. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> yeah. Like I could. Uh, when, it, when a cigar makes me smile when I'm by myself outside. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I do love it. But I, maybe maybe my... My thoughts are just different than yours as far as... Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, from an industry perspective, if they would have priced this at a $12 stick, very tough. Yeah. Very tough. As a connoisseur, right. as a buyer, consumer, I would for sure pay more. Which is that. a subjective view. It's a very and I subjective think mine's view. more of objective view. Yeah. Sometimes subject- subjectiveness does play in, and I'm like, I will fucking give anything yeah. for that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think it's pretty fair for the marketplace, but not surprised if you were to put a, a pricing bonus Dude, on it. So. Final score. Ready? Yeah. That was a terrible drum roll. Uh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> 5.63, which is a 93.8%. You give it a 5.63. Yeah. Okay, so with no pricing bonus, I give it a 5.58, which reached a 93.1. So it's 93.5. 93.5 roughly is an average. Which sounds like a radio station. 93.5. 93.5. Listen to the Hot Ticket Podcast or 93.5. <laughs> God, why do people have radio voices like that? I don't know. I wish they did like old baseball announcers. I feel like I kind of nailed that too. You did. You, you did get pretty a- good. 93.5. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that for now on as I introduce the podcast. Maybe we'll do an introduction. Well, we used to do the... Where it's like... Boop, 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 boop. You know, yeah, we used to thing. do the... We used yeah. to do the, like, the news... Hi, welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. <laughs> brought to you by 93.5 Go Fuck Yourself AM. Yeah. Yeah, that would that's be true. sweet. I do have... Ooh, I don't like that I have that throaty Pee Wee Herman voice. Anyway, yeah, averaging this bitch out to a 93.5, I think is about as great of a score as I could possibly want to give a cigar for what it is. That literally means that I scored mine without the price bonus 2% less than you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And I honestly think part of the reason is because 
I I gave it a pretty high flavor score. Yeah. And where it exceeded and excelled expectations in John Byrne, I gave I just flat out gave perfects. Yeah. It was just that it was just that superior from the and and you know how much credence I put into those two things. Those two variables to me are as important, not if not more important than flavor. Yeah. Um, because it draws on an entirety of an experience. Uh, I I just gave it superior ratings, and and it was so deserving. I'll it was so deserving. I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, um, real quick before yeah. we wrap up the cigar review, um, just want to say like, you know, where does this fall for a typical smoker? Right, like honestly, price point, like anybody could get this. You'd smoke for any occasion. Yeah, totally enjoyable. From an experience level. If 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 we were smoking the 2017, I would tell you you need to be like a casual to aficionado, probably. Yeah. To really appreciate it. To really it. appreciate it, yeah. Not it, just to be like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this one, weirdly enough, especially given time to age, which will kind of probably even mellow it out a little bit more, I think this could be even for a beginner smoker. Like the nicotine level wasn't high. Like, it was a nice, mild to medium-bodied cigar. Like, it almost could be for a beginner if you really wanted to. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> I would like to freak this blunt, though, because I just imagine with as wild of a flavor this cigar is, being high-wise smoking it could be real crazy. That could be crazy. Um, I also, before we piece out of this, um, want to give a... Very sincere thank you to John Huber for sending us these cigars. Which we paid for. He, Yeah, which we paid for. Um, double the price. No, <clears> he's triple, like, oh, not a brick and mortar. You paid triple, bitch. Um, yeah, he's he's been nothing but awesome with us. And obviously this is maybe our small way of reciprocating that. Um, but it's of great appreciation that we obviously got a chance to do this and of course like, have the the samples to support it like no bias this is a fucking good cigar yeah it is yeah minus liking the guy this thing is yeah the titties it's fucking which good. by the way i've got to make or, and i may have said it on the podcast in like recent weeks i don't know i sometimes forget yeah tell me but do you remember if we play back to the podcast which we did the interview with john uh-huh he announced on that podcast the mule kick the mule kick right which I mean, it was like cool. It wasn't initially the way that it was intended. Big old fatty. It was like, hey, the fucking mule kick's out now. We're going to announce it on this podcast. Titties. Uh, The mule kick, by the way, is fucking good. Has made its way probably into my top three now. I love it that much. Yeah. That fucking mule kick is so goddamn fucking good. That every time I see it, I just buy them. I'm just like, yep, yep. I don't care what else is in the humidor. I just want to just give me the mule kick. Wasn't just like yesterday when our favorite smoke from Crown Heads was Jericho Hill. Jericho Hill OBS. Yeah. Well, that was like the that was my that was my loss of virginity to Crown Head cigars. Yeah, was the Jericho Hill, and I love that cigar. And it's weird because it's like as you progress in their lineup. You know what I mean? This like get to the La Imperiosa, which will always be one of my favorites. God, Smoking so the Las Cabras, the La Cream is one oh, of my favorites, hand down, especially in the, the Bellicoso. Yeah, but that got I'm telling you, there's something about that that mule kick, and it's I mean they're they're the ones that I buy are they're long. I mean it's yeah, I think they're, they're six and maybe six and a half. Yeah. I forget what the Vitola is. I cannot get enough of that. So I am 
riding hard on the crown head's dick right now. And I'm everything has just been thoroughly impressive, especially as of recent, and just knocked it out of the park with this Las Calaveras. Yeah, dude. It's fantastic. Fuck yeah. So go and get you some. That's that's a highly recommended. 93.5 on an average. Highly recommended. 93.5. Just so everybody knows that's listening to this, they they just hit retailers this week. So yeah. they are out in abundance. You'll see them post on Instagram. Go to your local tobacconist. If they don't have them, ask them to fucking buy them and get them in. Yeah. It is absolutely worth it to get your hands on them. So with that, let's move into our... Hey, that segment everybody loves and adores. Give me one hot minute. Yep, where we answer your questions and now do shout-outs. Sweet Not, not shout-outs to you because we're technically doing that every time we do an episode. You're giving shout-outs to something you, or us. You guys are doing shout-outs that we'll announce like a big old fucking... What are they called? Those big things in the stadiums? Uh... The big things that like are the LED boards. Just the, like they do like the announcement boards. Announcement boards, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Kind of like that. Okay. You know, stretch. Yeah, but that's cool. This first one comes from us from Eric Norwood. He says, "Your preferred place to get information on cigar industry, such as websites, magazines, other podcasts you guys listen to, and books." Uh, we have answered this before, but typically uh, blogs and forums. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like Amazon. I think you'll get very candid, generally very honest opinions yeah. on those to decide whether or not, you know, you want to try some new cigars as well as ask people for information. Right. Better to get it from a consumer than the, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't really ever take recommendations from publications. Yeah. Um I only grab information from. So halfway I'll, I'll go there just to see they do a really good breakdown of the info about a cigar even from its origin, even because of its purpose, even because of what what the brainchild was behind the whole thing, its intention. So they usually do a really good job of providing the background of why something is what it is in the cigar industry and, and name it, you know, cigars or accessories or whatever it is. And then they do a good job of actually describing and breaking down the cigar. Um, as far as the opinion piece of it and the ratings and scores, I don't really look at publications. I, I again, I, like you, I like to see what the general population just the average joe or you know the guy who smokes one a day i i want to know from that person how they like the experience yeah. i i can derive more from that than i can in publications because publications are biased it's yeah. just it, it's a reality of yeah. of publications it's i look at the avatar photo play. of the people that are reviewing that are consumers i go hmm that guy he looks must- like he'd be my friend that guy has a mustache <laughs> he would be my friend what's his opinion on it yeah yeah, I mean, it, dude, there's there's very many times where I look, I even scrolling through Instagram on social posts, if I see a picture of something that I've either been intrigued by or have had a similar experience with, yeah, or if I've experienced that cigar to a degree where I'm like, hey, I want to see what another person's opinion is, I'll read it, and I do that quite often. We and we use that, um, we use that within our Facebook group as well. And so. I and I definitely don't use books uh, because you, I, you can't read. I rely heavily. On text-to-speech. You're illiterate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually do have a tobacconist book I've read twice, but that is for very, very specific information, not only definitions of certain things, oh, yeah. but growing regions. I mean, it is like, it's yeah. like reading a fucking, yeah. it's like a beefed up for dummies book. Yeah. Uh, this next one, that good, great question, Eric. Uh, this next one comes from Cortez Haynes Jr. What's the craziest thing you've witnessed or that has happened while you were smoking a cigar, and what were you smoking? 
Uh, I don't remember what I was smoking, uh, but I did. Oh, weird question, but a good one. I, I did witness someone who was sitting across the table smoking a cigar. Um, I think snow, like smoke went up his nose and he immediately sneezed and snotted on his <laughs> fucking cigar. <laughs> right out of his nose. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I've got it. And I've mentioned this on the podcast mm-hmm. and previous weeks, but I went to smoke with a buddy of mine um, at a local tobacconist, uh, a local B&M, B&M shop, and they had, they had just redone their private lounge. And as we were walking in, I cut light and I'm sitting facing, let's call it the north wall or the west wall of the facility. Yeah. So I'm not facing where a particular two people are sitting in the back. And my buddy just kind of nudges me on the shoulder and says, hey, just just turn, oh, a, turn around real quick. And I, I didn't want to make it overly obvious because there wasn't a lot of people in yeah. the room. I think it was just him and I, another guy sitting by his lonesome, and then uh, a gentleman and a, let's call her a courted lady. A courted. Uh, sitting behind us. So I took out my phone and I just did the whole reverse um, camera mm-hmm. so I could see her. And I was just like, woof. Um, <laughs> well, she was not attractive. No, not at all. But she was a hooker. He so this lady was a hooker. And once they got up, I could realize she was a hooker. I I could easily you tell. could tell by the smell. She wasn't. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what it smelled like, but she didn't get that close to me. I I didn't want to test it either. Uh, but he was an older gentleman. He was parading around. He had his arm under her arm. She wasn't wearing a bra. She was wearing this like nasty ass like white tank top shirt. She had these super high heels on she had um yeah. i don't i can't remember if it was small shorts or a mini skirt but anyway i noticed on the back of her legs that one one leg would tattooed ruth the other leg tattooed less put the two legs together oh, she's jesus. ruthless jesus um i just thought her name was ruth at first and then i saw the less and i was like ow i was just hoping your name would be ruth and you just leave the less off um, but yeah, so she was definitely a hooker. It's like having plates on the backside of your body, like a car, just so people yeah. knew it was you. <laughs> she definitely had that hooker walk when she was leaving too. I mean, there was no doubt she was a prostitute, but not a good one. Not like an escort. Like she was like a dirty rat. Ugh. Um, yeah, she just crawled out of a fucking sewer and was just like, come fuck me. Ugh. Uh, very disgusting. But yeah, that was probably the weirdest thing I've experienced smoking a cigar. Uh, another one, uh, uh, he's a really nice old guy and he's from another country and he's like a computer engineer. Oh, uh, but yeah. he tried to, we had a guy that we were like sitting the around. The guy that smokes like a, the pipe. Gi- yeah. We were sitting around a giant round table with a bunch of randoms and one of them I became friends with because of D and D. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> he, he like comes up and he's holding a picture frame. He's like walking around. And he's like, "Do you think this is real?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Do you think it's real?" I, I like, remember this. I was guy. like, "I don't know." It kind of looks like good a, job on the accent too. He, I was like, "I don't think so." It looks like someone printed it, like out of a printer. Yeah, he's so like, he was trying to sell he's it. Like, right? But I, I looked in, into this uh, uh, microscope, and it it looks like it has the grains still on it from like a canvas. I was like, I don't know, man, you can print on canvas. Look, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it looks like a print. And he's like, well, how much do you think it's worth? I was like, 
I have no idea. <laughs> you should have been like, I'll give you $2. He's like, he's like I paid $5 out of a garage sale. It says it's original. I was like, I don't think it's an original. Yeah, I think he's mistaken. I he, remember this conversation. And then he literally asked us if we wanted to buy it. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, you should have been like, I'll give you $2. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. That that dude's nice, though. He's very nice. Uh, let's do one more question. Uh we don't have any more questions per se. Oh, we got a shout but out. We got some shout outs. This one comes from Shane Rail. Shout out to people who take blurry ass pictures of your cigars and post them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shane. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, get that shit into focus. Uh, I think I've done that before because my iPhone does a really hard job field. of, yeah. I, where I try to focus in on a cigar, but I focus. That's why I keep the cigar close to my face, yeah. so both of them are relatively in focus. It's so, very hard to do that with a flip screen. Now, if someone's taking a picture of me, that's different. But sometimes it's I not do the it reality. artistically. Yeah, I know what he means, though. Yeah, I know what he means. There's like one particular person I'm thinking of right now that just like it's like, dude, what are you shooting from a phone that was built in 1995? It's like the first camera on a phone ever. And I don't want to name names, but it's just I like, hope it's a faction fraction. It's, it's not. It's okay. not. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, get your phone shit together. But anyway, um, yeah, Shane, I agree. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. F- funny, very perceptive, very well, funny. We have a few more shout outs if we want to just crank through them. Yeah, let's let's roll. Oh man. Uh Denny White says, I'm smoking with Sylvester Stallone. What? Yeah. That's awesome. I hope that's True. He, he got a chance to smoke with Sylvester? He says, I'm smoking with Sylvester Stallone. That's weird. If he isn't, you're a piece of shit, Denny. <laughs> How dare you lie to us. God make, damn Make me Danny. shout it out. Um, and then the last one comes from Jack Davis. Shout out to the Protocol fam. We love you guys. Oh. Note about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jack. Jack's, Jack. Jack's cool shit. And yeah. uh, dare I say, maybe coming up, we may have the, the Protocol, Protocol guys yeah. in an interview. So that may be coming up real soon. Yeah. Um, coordinating efforts now. I did. We totally forgot to do this, uh, but we have to do it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I hope you're done with your shout out. Oh. You mentioned Denny's name. I did mention Denny's name. Which is really cool. And I want to congratulate Denny because he is our winner of the Romacraft giveaway. And I will preface this now. You want to know why Denny won, everybody? By the way, I put everything in a random generator. It yeah. is totally random. But Denny got multiple entries. Because he sent a picture in with the unicorn head. <laughs> yes, he did. Which is fantastic. Yes, he did. And he ended up winning. So congratulations, Denny. Yeah. The, the magic yes. of the unicorn made The magic win. of the fucking unicorn you win. It is good luck. It's, we literally just proved that right when here. Corey, Miracles can happen. Corey, I was talking to Corey when he was saying, he's like, okay, just before I do the, the selection, like, is there anybody who else entered? And I was like, not that I'm aware of. I think we got them all. Um, and he's like, okay. And then like a minute later, it's like, yeah. he's like, holy shit. Denny won. Like, Denny won. <laughs> so, so congratulations, and he, Denny. And, and the, first, the first question was, is like, has Denny won before? Because that would really suck for everybody else if like Denny yeah. had and I don't, won. And he possible. is not as he far as I remember. Won, no. Which is cool. So uh, Denny, um, congratulations again. I'll be hitting you up here probably on Monday to get the uh, address to send the cigars to. Um, but you did win two Wonderlust, which let's say it, you, you can't, can't get, get in the United States. 
two black Irish and two of the intemperance, uh, the short, the short little guys. Yeah. So, um, it's a hell of a fucking giveaway pack. I'm actually, you know what? I've been staring at those six cigars for about a month now, month and a half. Yeah. Really wanted to just smoke them for myself. I was just going to end the contest and be like, I win. Fuck all of you. Um, but I'm excited Denny won. Um, Denny has been a longtime listener, follower, and uh, interacts pretty frequently on uh, the Facebook yeah. page. So it's uh, well-deserved. And again, it was random, so don't come yelling at me, you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and we're, we're continue doing it, man. We'll, we'll continue doing uh, yeah. We love doing the giveaways. They're fun for us, and hopefully they're fun for you as well. So again, congratulations, Denison. Yeah. If that's Denison? Your, I don't know. Like short for, I guess, maybe. Is there Dennis, Denny? Denny's not Dennis? really short for Dennis because it's the same amount of letters, right? Denny, Dennis. So it's like an additional. Yeah. I'm going to call him Dennison. Letter for Dennis. Dennison White. You sound like a future president. Um, hey. All right. We got anything else? There's no more shout outs? Because I feel like that was a great way to end. So even if there was. Um, no. Let's just preface a few things, good. right? Yeah. So we're going to introduce a video aspect to what we're doing. Um, hopefully starting a YouTube channel here very soon. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to play out creatively what we want our content to be, which could be really cool. We'll probably do start off like once a week introducing, uh, YouTube it'll, videos. It'll and for sure be short form content. So yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be digestible f- five to 10 minutes, probably tops if we can keep it to that. Right. So it'll be, it'll be different than the actual show itself. Yeah. 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 It'll, yeah. It won't be the same content at all. Right. Um, so we'll be introducing that soon as well. Um, what else we have? We have some changes, site changes coming up on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Looking towards fall, but for sure there'll be a new site. Now this is going to be a combination of two things. Like, so if anybody's visited our big six tobacco site, it's been pretty stale. Yeah. Mainly because Hot Ticket as a brand has kind of taken over. Right. Um, but uh, the plan is is to continue to produce content for the site through mm-hmm. a new site right. revamp uh, that will both host written and podcast and video. Right. Cigar-related content and reviews. Yeah. Um. It'll include a lot of things additional, uh, and it would be updated every Monday, very similar to when the show releases, right? Uh, with new articles, new reviews, and short, news articles, short so term, you know, short form content, blah blah blah. So for those who you know want to maybe just get that quick two minute read about the review, we got you, fam. Yep, got you. We got you. I mean, I'll be coming up, in and the I'm going to have six hundred goddamn display ads on that bitch, so we can pay them server bills. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, and with that, let's wrap it up. Yes. Yeah. How can they get a hold of you, man? You can find me on Instagram, man. It's Big Six Chris, man. I'm posting all the time, man. I changed my profile. Did you see that? No. I changed my profile. I didn't. I changed the photo. I changed the description. And. Oh. Oh, yeah, I did see you change the description. Yeah, I'm just trying to make it more conversational, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. And I'm on Facebook. Um, Now, just, you know, getting to know you guys. <laughs> uh, Laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah, on I, your post. I see you're not uh, promoting your Snapchat anymore. No. Um, Snapchat is dead to me. Yeah, that's it's the worst. It's, it's the fucking worst. It's pretty shitty, honestly. I... I 
I get it if you're a private Snapchat user and you want to send nudes to your people that are paying you money to do so. Right. But outside of that, Snapchat is pretty fucking useless for consumption for me. Yeah, totally agree. Because garbage. The minute I see it, I might want to review it later, and I and can't, can't do it. Do, no, no way of doing it. Uh, totes agree. Um, you can reach me at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Always pushing new content out. You can also find me on Facebook, the Facebook group, which is the Hot Ticket Cigar Faction Facebook group. Um, we are now faction, fraction, factions, faction, we're the faction fractions. We're factioneers. Um, so you can find me on there as well. And, uh, all other social media really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And if you guys want to, you know, ask us questions or want to do a shout out, like our buddies that are already doing it every episode, you can do it too by visiting facebook.com forward slash the hot ticket cigar faction. Yeah. Become a member. Yeah, absolutely. Before availability runs out. Yeah, because we will cut that shit off. Yeah. Um, in addition, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That is super helpful for us. If you are an iTunes listener, you have an Apple, uh, Mac device. Uh, what else? What if you have an iPhone 3? 3, 3S. If you yeah. have a 3, a 4, 4S. If you have an iPod Watch. If you have a regular iPod, iPod Classic. Whatever it may be, make sure, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this yeah. podcast. It is super helpful. Yeah. And with that, yeah, this will conclude episode 57, and we will be back at you next yeah. week. Yeah. See you, everyone. Bye.